Hello and welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. I'm your host, Nina Petruzzo, and I'm so honored that you're here. This is a sacred space to inspire, elevate, and amplify your life, your business, your relationships, and your gifts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. I'm your host, Nina, and I am so excited because today we have a very special guest on the podcast, one of my dearest sisters and friends, Elise Nicole Kirkpatrick. And I'm just thrilled because you know me, I love chatting with my friends in this space. And Elise and I met, goodness, almost three years ago, Elise, which is crazy to even think about. But Elise has become one of my dearest friends and soul sisters since moving to Colorado. And Elise and I have supported each other in so many spaces. And we've co-created multiple times in our time here together. And I really admire Elise for her authenticity, for her courage, for her boldness, and really for the way that she holds space for others. And she truly is celebrated for bringing ancient wisdom to the modern world. She's very anchored in Celtic, Native American, and Hawaiian teachings. Her deep connection to spirit allows for powerful intuitive guidance, precise channeling, and very transformational mentoring. And what makes Haley so unique to me, and I feel for those around her, is that she is so in the spiritual realm and spiritual world and is so connected to her own guides and provides such powerful intuitive guidance, but she's also so grounded in earth and her fun, loving, and just playful and adventurous nature is part of what I love most about her. We've gone on many road trips together in her Tacoma and have just had some of the funnest times, you know, rapping to music in the car and driving through the mountains and, you know, camping on the side of the road in Utah. And um, Elise is just always such a fun time to be around. And I just love that grounded energy that she brings to every space. And she's also um, a yoga teacher, sound healer, a birth doula, and a certified hypnotherapist. So truly this woman just has a ton of skills um, that support so many women around the world. And I'm truly honored to have you as a friend, Elise. And I'm just so excited to have you on. Oh, and I want to say too, she's an amazing mama. And I'm super close with her two little kids. And that's actually my favorite role to see you in, Elise. So mm. I don't want to miss um, speaking to being a mom and an entrepreneur and multidimensional roles that you hold and carry. But I'm just so excited to have you here. Mm, thank you, Nina. I'm so honored to be here. And it's been so beautiful to witness this podcast come alive. And I remember when you first started talking about wanting to create a podcast and here you are just making it happen. And it's so exciting to listen and and watch it grow and expand. And so I'm so honored to be sitting here with you today. And thank you for having me. Mm, I know you, yeah, you were probably one of the first ones that I told the idea to, and you know me, I love being in conversation. (laughs) I love connecting y'all know I'm a four line in human design. So connection is like everything to me. And yeah, this has just become my passion project. And it's just so fun to have 
women all over the world coming into this space, sharing their gifts, sharing their wisdom, sharing their magic, because we truly do activate and inspire and empower each other. And I feel our own story just ignites so much in others. So Alina, mm. and I, I just love to start to, you know, just giving us a little background on your journey. I know you've walked yourself through many chapters and initiations, but I would love to hear just in your words, you know, some of your own journey to becoming, you know, an intuitive empowerment mentor guide for so many women um, in this world. Mm, yeah, thank you. Yes. Uh, initiations is such a powerful way to describe that because I feel that so deeply. So I as a young girl, my grandmother and my mom always used to tell me, you know, if I not necessarily got in trouble, but if there was something that I did that I needed to think a little bit deeper about, they would tell me to go connect with my angels, go talk to your angels, go talk to your guides. And what that did for me as a young girl is it allowed me to go inward and really be able to listen to my own intuition and connect with my guides about what's best and right for me to bring to the planet, even as like a six and seven year old. And this is something that I use with Harlow and Taj, my children, because I think it's so powerful. And it set the foundation for me to seek inward and outside of myself at the same time to show up on this planet as my most authentic self in love, in grace, and and in inspiration, really. And so that's kind of how I think my journey really began was there as a young girl. And then when I graduated high school, I actually, I'm from Texas and I love Texas. And I graduated high school, but I wanted to go explore. And so I joined the United States Coast Guard and I ended up serving active duty for six years and manifested getting stationed in Hawaii, was stationed on Oahu, Kauai, and Maui, as well as San Diego, and just lived this incredible, very rich life there. And it was there that I learned how to dance hula and my Kumu Hula, which is your Hula teacher, really introduced me to the sacredness of life mm -hmm. and the richness of being a part of the Aina, a part of the land and being connected to all that is and all that is around us. And it was at that same time that I was introduced to yoga and just totally fell in love with the practice fell in love with kirtan, fell in love with meditation and everything I did in my day-to-day -day life. I would, I would go to work, I would be in my uniform carrying a pistol on my hip <laughs> and law enforcement in the Coast Guard. And then I would get off of work and I would run to the yoga studio or run to the beach or go to hula and just be immersed in both worlds at once. And when I decided to separate from the Coast Guard, I went directly into yoga teacher training and for several years just absolutely enamored by yoga, meditation, being connected to God presence and universal oneness. And so for many, many years as a yoga instructor, I held space, but I was finding that 
at the end of class, I was that one yoga instructor that stayed for like two hours after, you know, talking to your students, your students are like, can we get coffee? I want to talk to you about this kind of stepping into this role of like being a mentor, but not getting paid for it. I'm sure you know that as a yoga instructor yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, I saw something there and I myself was already playing around with my pendulum and Oracle cards. And I started to pull cards for people, my friends, my family, friends of friends, and of course my yoga students. And it got to the point where I was actually scheduling them because so many people were coming to me because the messages just flowed through me. And I was like, I don't know where this is coming from, but it hit home every time for every single person. And so I took that and kind of ran with it and created a business. And I allowed yoga to still happen, but slowly kind of fall away while I stepped more into being an oracle and intuitive guide. And actually, Nina, I think when we first met, I moving from Hawaii to Colorado, I was moving back to the mainland where like the esoteric world wasn't as established, I think. And like in Hawaii, you can just be, you know, with your ting shahs on the street, like <laughs> doing whatever. People don't care. They're like, yeah, that's normal here. But in Colorado, it's much more grounded. And so I kind of hid behind the facade of yoga instructor for a long time. And I remember one of the first conversations we really had, actually, I came to one of your, uh, what were you teaching a workshop? And I came just to meet people who were in my same realm, right? That yoga instructor realm. And that's how we became such fast soul sisters. Um, but I was still hiding behind that title of yoga instructor. And um, I just decided, you know, I'm just going to come out of the spiritual closet and tell the world what I do and stop really like hiding behind this. When I meet someone on the street, I'm going to say, I'm an oracle. I'm an intuitive guide. I'm an empowerment mentor for women and stop using the title of yoga instructor. I was already sharing it on my social media and had a website, but that's when I really kind of stepped out and since that moment, really claiming my purpose on this planet as a channel, as an intuitive guide, I have just seen so much success in my life and so many breakthroughs in my clients, just being unapologetic about the work that I'm so devoted to and so passionate about here. So here I am. I'm going on 11 years of holding space with oracle cards and my pendulum. It's so crazy. 11 is also my power number. And just putting that together in this moment. And um, I wouldn't change a thing. I love it. I love it so much. And I'm so honored to be in this role. And I love, love, love walking all of my soulmate clients, not just women, but men and women through the opportunities that show up for them. And so here I am. <laughs> and I remember that moment really distinctly. Like, I think we were walking, I don't know, probably on quite a few walks when we were talking about this and really talking about like, 
what do we describe like who we are, what we do? And of, of course it is so much more multidimensional and multifaceted than just like a one line sentence or an elevator pitch. And I know that we get so hung up and caught up, you know, in defining that and refining that, you know, over and over and over. And it, it, I mean, what any of you do, all of you listening goes so far beyond what you can ever describe in words and it doesn't fit in any box. But I remember that pivotal moment where you're like, I'm just going to start claiming this. And then I, I think Elise too, it was at the first in-person rising feminine collective event when we were sitting at the table at the local honey. And I was having all of you go around and, and share who we all are and what we do and how we support, you know, humanity and all the things. And that was like the first time I heard you really claim it. Like in that specific group of women. And I felt that was such a powerful moment for all of us. Cause I actually think that was a powerful moment in which each of us was really stepping into owning our unique roles and our gifts. And that was just such an incredible moment in, in my life to witness all of us declaring that for ourselves, because I feel mm -hmm. to that community with sisterhood we are able to see each other so deeply and like support and empower each other to be like, heck yeah, like, like yes, go for it. And um, yeah, that was just such a homecoming, I, I feel for many of us in that moment in time. Absolutely. In fact, I'm thinking and reflecting as you're speaking about that and just kind of going around the table in my mind and almost every woman that claimed her purpose at that table that evening is like insanely successful in what she said she was stepping into now. Like it's so beautiful. I know. I know. It, yeah. It blows me away every time. And, and, you know, you and I both share obviously such a huge passion in working with others and really activating their gifts and who they are and their uniqueness and magic in the world. And we do it through such different realms, but it's like, mm -hmm. we, we do, this is the time people, I mean, 2022, we all, all hands on deck, like none of us can be holding back. This is really our time to be fully stepping forward because we are here to really, I feel recreate the original design on earth, which is when we all knew our wholeness and our worthiness and our gifts and how we were so interconnected and intertwined with each other. And we, we truly do all get to shine and be lighthouses for each other's possibilities. And, you know, you're a woman that is that for me, Elise, and we're so blessed. I feel to have many women in our life that do that for us, but um, you know, just any of you listening, this truly is your permission slip to say and be who you know yourself to be and not forget that light that radiates from your heart. So, um, and I would love Elise too, because I do feel part of your uniqueness and part of your essence, which attracts um, a lot of amazing humans to you is because you really do create a really beautiful bridge between the spiritual and the physical and like the more ethereal and mystical to the very practical and rooted and grounded earth space. And um, I would just love to hear your thoughts on that and kind of being someone who has probably walked herself through that bridge and understanding it in herself. But I know that's just a huge part of your work. And I feel so many people 
shy away from, you know, more spiritual esoteric work because people think it's like so woo woo or way out in the clouds or other people are way out in the clouds <laughs> and floating away. Absolutely. Not grounded. <laughs> and I say all the time, you know, we're not here to escape the 3D, you know, we're really here to be a bridge for heaven on earth. And we're really here to bridge, you know, and you know me, I have such a science body-based background. So I feel we, we hold this very strongly within our own channels, but a lot of people don't. And I think a lot of us are trying to ascend far and away to another reality, or many of us are, are really stuck in the density of our current paradigm, which is, which is really heavy as well. So flow with it on that. Cause I know you have a lot. Mm. Of <laughs> yes. And I love that you are speaking to the bridge because that is so near and dear to me. And I do feel every time, you know, we have conversations, it's just like my cheeks are hurting from smiling because I'm like, yes, yes. Like, it's like, you can hear my soul. It's so beautiful. So Yes, I have walked that bridge back and forth so many times. I mean, I shared earlier that I was in active duty military service and, you know, I come from Texas. I'm from the South, you know, and I (laughs) grew up around guns and hunting and, you know, um, lots of down home, you know, muddy rivers in my veins. And, and also then when I moved to Hawaii, I did float away. I was all in the upper chakras for, you know, I lived there for 12 years. And I can tell you that many of the years I was there, I was not grounded at all. And I did float through life. And so I do know both of those very, very well. And I would love to speak to this. I would actually love to share this meditation that I was a part of that I share with my clients. It's so powerful and it's starting here in the now and going back even to before your conception into that moment where you're just floating in the cosmic abyss and the universal oneness. And I ask them to, and myself to listen Just listen, ask the question, what is my purpose? What is the agreement that I made to come to earth to do? What was that agreement? What contracts did I sign in that cosmic oneness before I came to earth? And when I did this meditation, I heard, Elise, you are meant to be a bridge where you're connecting the highly spiritual life to that deeply rooted, grounded life on earth. You're meant to walk people back and forth over the bridge so they can see that they can live a highly connected, universal, spiritual life to also this present life here on earth to whatever demands of society and our mundane lifestyle that has to happen, doing the dishes, picking up dog poop, whatever it is. Right. And when I came back from that meditation, I was like, of course I'm the bridge. And that's why I feel like my entire life has gone back and forth between like the military and then the yoga instructor and, you know, being in, going fishing. I love to fly fish, like going fly fishing and being on the river and then being in meditation, which is sometimes one and the same. Right. And it's so important to live your life in a way that you're present here, but also connected. And so I had this moment 
recently over the past few years where I started to fall back in love with the, the sport of shooting. And, um, but at the same time I had purple hair, (laughs) I was covered in crystals. I was leading meditations, sound baths, like the entire thing. And I felt like I had to hide that I also was passionate about my firearms and that for me, that is something that's spiritual. I feel like the, the art of target practice and being so precise and knowing the mechanics of everything, it is really a devotional practice for me, at least. And for a lot of people, you'll hear that as well. And I, reached out. I, I was having this moment, right? And I think you and I probably talked about this. And I reached out to my mentor and I told her, I just feel like I'm an imposter because here I am leading a, a sound bath this morning. And then I have all these clients that I'm hope, helping with their spirituality. And then this evening, I'm actually going to the range to go practice shooting, but I'm not going to share that because I might drive people away from me. Right. And I remember just telling her, you know, that it just felt like I was living a double life. And, and, you know, I realized in that moment, like, wait, who says I'm not allowed to be both of these things? Who who made that box? Me? Probably, right? I made that box for myself, because, because there's not you don't see spiritual women dripping in crystals at the range, right? (laughs) And, I just, I had this moment where it clicked. And when I was on the phone with her, she was like, I was just confessing, right? Just telling her like, oh, I just feel like I'm living this life of being an imposter. And she was like, no, Elise, actually, you've got it. The purpose is to be here and be who you are. And you came here to be the bridge, right? You came here to be the bridge. So be the bridge. And I was like, oh, it was my permission slip to help guide others in that place of being able to be the walk of this spiritual woman and the walk of the woman on the planet doing whatever it is that lights her up. And she doesn't have to follow any rules or anything. She can just be who she is fully encompassed and all of that. And It's funny because my beloved clients who are just my soulmate clients will come to me sometimes with like a little bit of guilt or shame that they're falling off like their home inquiry or whatever assignments we've given them or whatever. And and I always tell them, you know, the purpose is to be in and of spirit and also be in and of earth. And when you can put those two things together and be in the ebb and the flow of how spirit moves through you and then sometimes gives you a little bit of space and then moves back through you, that's the key to being here. You came here to live an earthly life and still be connected to that cosmic oneness space that you came from, connected to God's source, connected to universe. And that's been such a huge Thing for me and my life. And so now you'll see that I'm unapologetic about what I share. And, you know, I will hold space for clients in the morning or do a sound bath or meditate in the morning and then go to the gym and then country swing dance all night long. 
and I'm still who I am even more so. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that this is just such an important conversation because I mean, look at us all and we live in obviously the paradigm that's breaking beyond what it's currently been in, which is boxes. You're this or that, you're right or wrong. It's black or white. You must think this way or that way, you know, fit into this political party or that one. I, I mean, it's, we have lived in this just totally polarized realm of, of extreme duality. And I feel that has had no service to us at all on this planet. And it's not how we're designed. It's not how we're meant to live. And we are meant to be expressed in our multidimensionality of all of the spectrum of, of who we are and to really embrace and embody the fullness of that. Because just like you said, at least too, like when we do, we give other women permission or other humans permission to do the same. And, you know, y'all, I'm not a great gun shooter, but I went with Elise to go shoot again <laughs> on my first time ever. And now I go shoot when I'm in Georgia with my boyfriend because he shoots. And, you know, who, who, and I used to be very against guns. So I'm very oh, against. same. Oh yeah. my gosh, girl. Yeah. I mean, oh. I, we didn't even allow the word in our home. I wouldn't even, I mean, I was, that's probably something really important to note all of you listening is I was completely anti-firearms after I got out of the Coast Guard. Like I, that pendulum swung so far into the esoteric mystical realm that I was like, we don't need guns to stand for freedom. Like, (laughs) and we don't, we don't. And that's not the purpose of it at all, you know? Um, So it's important to know that is like, it's okay also if you change your mind. Yes. You know, there's so much right now happening on our planet that is asking us to go deep and look at what our beliefs are, what our morals are, what is the purpose, what is our intention for life, what is our intention for each choice we make. And it is okay and completely normal to change your mind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. And to not. Um, hold the same beliefs and views as everyone else. And I kept mm-hmm. saying this year, you know, so much of it is just like lacking education and staying in our righteousness. And our righteousness, y'all, is not our freedom. And the more we're walking around judging everybody else, the less liberated we are. So this is where, too, we're in this unique shift, the turning of the tides here in which, and I, I kept saying this, cause you know, at least we're not going to go deep into the realm of the matrix and all the things, but, but, you know, we both have had opinions that I, I definitely had opinions that fit way outside of any box. And I know that you did too. I can't be classified in this or that, or blah, blah, blah. Like my viewpoints don't fit into really any realm. I'm creating my mm-hmm. own image, my own realm. And I think many of you listening are too, but maybe you feel like you have to stick to fit into this realm or that realm. And I'm not going to lie, as you break beyond maybe what other people expect of you, you may lose some friendships and there may be dissolution mm-hmm. in relationships and to be okay with that, because the more you stand firm in who you are, you will attract in the people that are meant for you and the people that are meant for your gifts and your voice and what you have to share. And 
I just hope I keep praying every day that again, a difference in opinion isn't going to be the ending of a conversation, but rather it becomes an opening. Like it Absolutely. becomes a way for us to create bridges together because that's what we're meant to be doing. And that really it's, I forget what gene key I was just reading, but one of the gene keys is truly the highest expression is the remembrance that through our diversity is our unity. We don't all want to be uniform thinking one way mm-hmm. here. Like, that would be boring <laughs> as fuck. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Multidimensionality is, is our expression and we're meant to be in that space. Yeah, that's the medicine right there. That's the medicine. You are allowed to be whomever you want to be. There is no box. There's no set of rules. There's no way it has to look. Listen, if I can be a spiritual woman, a goddess with a gun and have pistols and crystals as like my tagline, (laughs) you can be whoever you want to be. And let me tell you something, as many people who fell away from my audience, and I haven't really had a lot of friendships fall away, but like the audience on social media who have kind of fallen away, I've actually magnetically attracted people who are completely in agreement with this energy of being unapologetic. And so much so that people that I had no idea that I would have maybe categorized, right, have come through in my private messages like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're sharing this. I totally resonate with this. I also am into this and that and also have this and that. And it's more people than I ever thought or imagined. And so what happens when you really step into your authenticity and do life for you with the agreeance that you're here to be of service and knowing that your unique magnetic makeup and your cosmic blueprint, whatever lights you up, if you express those things and, and hold that essence and embody that essence, you will attract the right people to you who need your medicine and vice versa. And let me tell you, the earth, this collective, the the whole sum of all of us, we need people to shake up the energy on this planet. Like you were saying, Nina, we're not meant to be this or that black and white. It's not supposed to be so much duality. It's supposed to be this beautiful piece of artwork that we're all here to create together. And we need you listening to be unapologetic about who you are. If you're into something and you feel like it doesn't fit into what, you know, the box of what you have put yourself in, like a esoteric mystical woman, and you also are into something else, share that medicine. Because your uniqueness is what's going to help shake up the paradigm and help all of us remember, really come home to that uniqueness that we all came here to share, just like you said in the beginning, right? And it's it's so powerful to be in that space and, and really adopt the essence of it's okay if people fall away because I'm also magnetically attracting the right energies for me to do what I came here to do and share my signature soul medicine. Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, thank goodness for speaking this message. I feel very divine timing here, everyone. <laughs> In the beginning of the year, remember that this is your deeper truth. And you know, which shifted a lot for me. And I started to, I mean, you know, my, my journey with faith and God, Elise. And again, I'm a woman here. I love God. I love Jesus. I love Mary Magdalene. I'm all up in my Bible almost every day. And I'll still swear because I like the word fuck. Like I'm not going to hold back. Like that's part of who I am. Maybe that will get refined one day. I don't know. But for right now, it's who I am. It's part of my expression. And I keep remembering, I keep just um, almost like a mantra to myself in my day is, you know, know your worth through God, not through the world. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know your worth through spirit over the world because we get so caught up in looking around, looking to the left, looking to the right, like going horizontal instead of looking up or looking down and looking within and coming back to our heart and remembering. And, and this, at least what you brought up before too with that, where we come from, what you were speaking to is that, that cosmic oneness. And there we know our inherent wholeness, worthiness, radiance, truth. We know our assignment. We come from a place of our beautiful stardust and star seed, and we come down to earth. And we know here is a very dense place. And we get born into the law of man, the conditioning of the world, religious indoctrination, all of these programs that are alive, that essentially do everything in their power to pull us away from our divine truth and to have us think that our power and worth exists outside of us through our success, through our finances, through how we show up to our partner, through this, through that. And it's like this totally deranged energy, honestly, that we've been conditioned into. And, you know, I know at least like me, but we do this differently. How do you help your clients connect back? I always say to the core over the conditioning. And I'd love to hear some of your, you know, insights of how you get people more connected, even to their intuition. Cause I know it's a big part of your work. And I feel too, for, I know a lot of the listeners listening are connected to their intuition, but I think for some of them too, this is a newer concept of how to listen to myself instead of listening to the world and all of the noise going on around me. Mm -hmm. Yes. I really love the, the concept of intuition and I feel like the word kind of gets thrown around a lot. And so let's just talk about the root of the word to, to be inspired is literally means to be filled with spirit. And what does that mean, right? To be filled with spirit. Well, being filled with spirit is a feeling. And so when I teach and guide people to connect back to their intuition or to seek their intuition to make choices in life, I always say, how does that feel in your body, right? So For this moment, like, let's just close our eyes for a moment. And just take a deep breath here. And just being in this space, ask yourself, ask yourself, what does my intuition feel like? Notice in your body where your attention goes to first. Does it go to your stomach? Does it go to your heart? Does it go to your head? And then bringing up the last time that you, I'm already smiling. (laughs) 
the last time that you laughed so hard that you cried. Okay, let's bring up a moment where you were just, I mean, Nina, like the time we were rapping in the car on our road trip to Moab. (laughs) Where do you feel that in your body? When you think about feeling good, being inspired, being filled with the essence of spirit and love and excitement. And then just take a nice, big, deep breath. Come back to your physical space. Open the eyes. It's as simple as that. Where do you feel it in your body? That is how inspiration moves through us. And when we are inspired, we are connected to our intuition. It's one, it's, they, they work together. Yeah. Right. And so intuition and inspiration are very interchangeable. And your intuition is like a beacon. I I always share that we are on earth and we're, we're much like, for those of us that are in my generation, your generation, right? Remember when we were young and we had the dial on the radio? (laughs) Before you could scan, you had to turn the little dial to get to the radio station and it would be like staticky and then it would somewhat be clear and then you turn it a little more and tweak it and it would be super clear. And then you would drive down the road a little bit and get further away from that tower and then you'd have to like turn the dial again. So we are like the dial right? And our life and the choices we make are the dial. And our high selves, our soul, our spirit is the antenna. And God's source and the universe is out there pinging us messages all the time. And so the more that we tune into our intuition and the more that we take inspired action and make inspired choices, that is us turning the dial. And so as we recognize the choices that light us up and make us feel good and drop us into that place that we just went to where we were remembering that time we were full of laughter, the more that we make choices that feel good like that, that's us using our intuition, the clearer the messages are going to come through. Mm -hmm. The radio signal becomes stronger. The signal from spirit becomes stronger. And so it's actually quite a simple concept, but we've forgotten how simple it is to be in our intuition because of all of those things that you just mentioned. We've forgotten that it's our divine nature to listen to our hearts, listen to what's deep within us, listen to our womb space as women and make choices and move through the earth and move through our lives using that intuition using that inspiration it's pretty cool to see when when people start to tune into their intuition and everyday choices like really simple choices right how the rest of their life begins to blossom and they are able to move through the bigger choices in life like life changing choices mm-hmm. with their intuition and it just draws them closer home to their sovereignty and closer home to themselves. And that's the work that I'm really here to do is to help you remember and claim your sovereignty 
by connecting back to what's innate within you. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I really like that analogy of the, um, yeah, like the radio dial. And I do find, and I, I kind of were speaking, touching on this, Elise, like it, for me, I find it in the space of stillness, right. And in more of that space of the void and quieting the noise and distractions and coming back to that place of center and really prioritizing that space. And you don't have to have lots of space in your life to feel connected. This can be in truly any moment, even when there is a lot going on, but I feel I anchor and almost like compound my confidence in it, in those quiet moments with myself and really letting myself again, release the external and really arrive into the internal and eternal state of my being to honor that compass that's, that's within me. And for me, it's such an emotional, like it's right in my belly and I'm an emotional authority in human design. So that's just like where I feel everything. And when you do get those moments of like inspiration moving through you or an idea or a download or something that might seem totally outrageous that you're like, what? I never would have thought of that. Those, I always say, it's like, those are God wings. Like they're just like, oh, right. Yeah, of course. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm receiving this for a reason. You know, God is placing this on my heart for a reason, for a possibility. And it's only in me because I have the grace to see it through, to move it through, to bring it onto earth. And we are all here as intuitive guides, as embodied beings. This isn't something that you're reaching for or striving for. You already are this. It's just like Elise said, just letting yourself tune into your own dial and really letting that be your compass and following it more fully in your life. Yeah. So it's so powerful when we allow ourselves, right? When we give ourselves permission to follow that God wink, right? to follow that source of inspiration, to follow what lights us up. That's what life is about. When you follow the breadcrumbs of what lights you up, you can't go wrong because what lights you up comes from love. 100. And that's what we're here for. And I know I always say this to my clients, you know, the the feminine, I believe, is here to bring love where it hasn't gone before. I feel we all are, but I, I feel... The masculine is like the protector helps us with the direction and the feminine is, is the openness, the love, the channel for this beautiful bridge of greater love on earth. And it truly is as simple as that. I I mean, I think we both feel this too. When we started our businesses, I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning at all, like literally at all. But when I lost my therapy job and I know when you left being Coast Guard, right. And then followed to going to yoga clear sign, clear signal, like let's explore. And I remember that definitive moment when, you know, I lost my job and it was like the rug got pulled out, but I, but I knew what lit me up. I knew what I was passionate about, which was more of my yoga teaching and coaching and all these other things. And I just, I remember praying and just asking God, you know, just lead me, just show me, just guide me. I'm open. I'm not going to resist. I'm not going to find another OT job. I'm going to go. And that divine trust and surrender fueled so much momentum. And it really was every day. I was just like, follow what lights you up today. Follow what is exciting today. Share what's on your heart today. And that compounded, you know, to such expansion and so much beauty. And 
I feel, you know, as I know many of you are, are entrepreneurs and you're listening to this as an entrepreneur, a leader in your field, right? When we lose that spark. And I was just here, I was in a very uninspired place the last couple months, especially in my business. I really was questioning a lot of things. And I kept asking myself, who was I when I began this all? What was the fire? What was lighting me up? And I just needed to plug back into that. So I encourage all of you, and I know Elisa's, you know, through what she's sharing, like truly listen to that, follow that, trust that, get back into the lane of what excites you and trust that that is your unique lane. You don't have to be in a lane that anyone else is doing. Like you are meant to be you and who you are and your lane is a channel for your unique gifts and what you're here to share. Right. Yeah. If you think about any really successful, you know, soulpreneur, the reason we're so attracted to them is because they're different. Yeah. Right. And I love that prayer of show me. That is something that I really delve into a lot in my own life is when I'm feeling stuck or uninspired in the mundaneness, I ask to be shown, show me the way, show me what's next. And then the key is right to get out of my own way so I can listen. And that's what I share with my soulmate clients all the time, you know, ask to be shown, feel it inside of you. And then when you hear the answer, don't doubt it, right? When you see a message, follow, get out of your own way. It's like they get the standing in your own way is old earth, right? That's old paradigm. That's what we've been conditioned to do is make ourselves think that we're not allowed or we're not capable. We're not, you know, able to do those things. And so getting out of your own way is probably one of the hardest things to do. (laughs) And when we step out of our own way, we ask to be shown and we follow those bits of filaments of inspiration, that's when our path just illuminates in front of us. And that's when we magnetize the people who need our signature soul medicine the easiest. Yeah, 100%. It is. It's, it's truly about handing over our control, our will, our righteousness, our forcing to be open, to be more guided. And that, that truly is the embodiment of the divine and empowered feminine. Like she lives in that state of openness and being receptive to being led and in being really submitting. We all are, I feel we're all here to ultimately submit our will to the higher will of God of divine of spirit, because that's the will that's really here to work through us. So we got to try to not control so much in our life. Mm -hmm. I'm myself out. I can, I try to, my whole life was about controlling and it caused me to be very sick, have a lot Mm -hmm. of stomach problems. And, and that's a whole nother conversation. Cause I do, I think our intuition is obviously so connected to our gut and, and right. Look at what we're exposed to every day. I mean, we're not living in a very healthy society to, to be activated in our spirit, right? We're mm. taking in everything possible that is disconnecting us from the core essence in our biome of who we are. So it really is cultivating practice in which you can 
drop in and be in your body and be with spirit and be with self and practice that listening and letting yourself again, release all the external situation, circumstances, landscape to come home and remember where you came from. Right. And really being in that space of making sovereign decisions, not based upon what other people are going to think of you or what other people would expect from you, but really making that sovereign decision of, you know, what's best and right for the collective at large, like what's best and right for me in this moment so that I'm living my spirit led life. So I'm living my inspired life. So I'm living based upon my intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel there is so many good nuggets in this conversation, Elise. I'm like, there's a lot. I know we could talk forever. <laughs> I know. Guys, if you all knew us, this conversation would go on for three hours. But yeah, I feel I I just feel what we just were able to share is so inspirational. And I know it's impacting a lot of you to remember your multidimensionality, to remember who you are, to share your unique gifts, to be unapologetic in your expression of who your soul has come here to be, to really let yourself be led and listen to your intuition. And to remember that you get to really be the bridge between heaven and earth and the physical and the very mystical and the spiritual and the more grounded you, we are able to coexist in it all. And Elise, I know that you have um, exciting offering to really support other solopreneurs, entrepreneurs in that. So I'd love for you to share just what is upcoming in your world and where can this audience, this beautiful community connect with you? Mm, yes, I am so excited about this long awaited years in the making course that is a high level solopreneur course that I am releasing in February. And it is called Becoming Journey of the Intuitive Guide. It is for those ready to really alchemize their soul gifts and launch a thriving business in the intuitive arts. And it's really for those who know on a deep level that they are here to hold space and use their intuitive gifts to help others come home to their sovereignty. And it's the blueprint of my business and what has allowed me to be so successful, not just financially, but also in just how I feel like I'm impacting the collective and being able to have those celebrated moments time after time with my clients who are breaking through. And so if you are really ready to come out of the spiritual closet and really begin to use those intuitive gifts to make a huge difference on the planet and you need the help launching your business, creating the foundation of your business and learning how to hold space um, in, in a way that will really support you in having a sustainable practice in the intuitive arts. This will be a course that is absolutely for you. So becoming Journey of the Intuitive Guide, launching on Tuesday, 2-22-22. Should I launch it at 2 p.m.? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a new numerology person. So um, that is the largest offering that I am so excited about. It's coming up. There's an application process for it. Other than that, 
on my website, which is www.elisenicolekirkpatrick.com. You can find all of my offerings, such as inherited trauma clearings, womb clearings, reawakening, uh, oracle card readings, deeper intuitive work, soul sessions, so much, Uh, very multifaceted over here. And gosh, I just love making new friends too. So you can just come make friends with me too. My Instagram is uh, under two underscores, Elise Nicole, two underscores. And you can probably find me through Nina's uh, friends as well. And yeah, come say hi. I love opening up conversation and just watching and witnessing and illuminating the sovereign path for each and every one of you. So would love to connect deeper. Yeah. And you'll be able to find all of that in the show notes below. So you can quickly tap down and find those links. And yeah, I'm so excited, Elise. I mean, I've seen this program getting created behind the scenes for a good, really since I've known you, (laughs) to be honest. I think we had one of the first conversations where, and I might even was like, Elise, you need to be mentoring other people in doing this work. It's like time, yeah, to step into that evolution. You've supported so many and now who you work with needs support in that deeper worship mm. space. And we all do, and we all are constantly evolving. So I know this program will be so supportive for many of you who are on that path and yeah, you guys get to connect deeper with Elise and I'm sure she'll be back again. Um, and I'm just so grateful for this conversation, Elise, and yeah, diving into so many beautiful topics and things that I know really inspired and impacted many that are listening now. Mm, yeah. I always feel so heard by you, Nina, and it's always such Oh, it lights my day up. It's just like such an incredible thing to start my day, really connecting with you and talking about these things. Like now I'm just like, all right, what are we doing today? (laughs) How are we going to make a difference today? How are we going to be unapologetic about who we are right now? You know, thank you for having me. You're just such a light in this world. And I just want to reflect back to you what a difference you're making and how grateful I am for you and your energy and our sisterhood and all that you do to help the feminine rise. You know, I love that that saying of yours, right? When you rise, I rise. I, I just love that so much. So thank you for for this walk that we have together. 